Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and what I wanted to share on today is about humility. Over the past um, few weeks, I've been spending some time with a good friend and just doing some mentoring, and we've been looking at the subject of humility. And I really believe it's one of the key components that we need as believers to begin to start operating in, in the level of power and the operation of the kingdom in the earth today. And I think it is something that is greatly lacking within the body of Christ. And what we've been doing is we've been going through a book by Andrew Murray, just simply titled Humility. And um, it has been absolutely fascinating. A lot of the revelation that um, the Lord's been releasing has just been absolutely amazing. And I want to start by reading Philippians 2, verse 5 to to 9. Um, and I'm going to be reading it out of the... Um, the New American Standard. It says, Having this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Now, that, that just to me speaks of, here we have the Son of God who, like it says, you know, existed in the form of God, but he didn't regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself. I mean, that to me just is, is what it's all about. Like when you look at the lives of the Celtic saints, and as we've been going through this study on, on humility, it's it's just so interesting how, you know, every they would do these crazy miracles, like incredible stuff, stuff that's not even in the Bible, you know, like just the most amazing things, yet their dependence on Yahweh was paramount. They, they realized that they couldn't do those things if it wasn't for him. It was like there wasn't the separation between them and God. It was like they knew that... If they, if he didn't want them to take a breath, they'd be dead. And so they would thank him. The, the part of their lives was the gratitude. And I think that comes out of a place of humility. Because when, you, when, when you're in a place of humility, you realize your absolute and total dependence on Yahweh. And, and they just function in it. And, and, and like I said, you know, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. And that, that for me is just, is just amazing. Um, what is his ascension and his glory but humility exalted to the throne and crowned with glory and and that's what it's about you know it's just the humility that Christ functioned in and we desperately need that and one of the things we, we were talking about this week which just really just blew my mind because I think we have this this incredible uh, misunderstanding of what a servant is and and this friend and myself were discussing this and you know, I, I think within the church we, we don't like the, the word servant because we see it as a and as and, and it's because of our mindset as a master slave thing, but it's not. It it's something so different. And to me what a servant is when, when you look at this, it's 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 actually um I believe it's we are servants, even though we're sons, and and this is one of the, the areas where I think we've maybe got things wrong. What's happened is a lot of people, because we think we're a son, we think we can just do anything. There's this 
this this horrible spirit of entitlement that comes on us and then we just think we can do whatever we want and, and we forget about the servant aspect for, for me the servant aspect is this is that when you look at Yeshua's life and even when it says it, it said he emptied himself taking the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of men being found in the appearance of man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on the cross and for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed him the name which is above every name. Now, when you think about that, every one of us has a scroll or a book. And it's in Scripture. And even Scripture talks about Jesus and his book. And so even he had a book. And for me, the book is Yahweh's dream, Yahweh's desire for us to walk out. It's not your desires. It's not your dream. It's his dream. And... I know that when you look at scripture, when when Christ was going through what he was going through, he even prays at one point, he says, Father, if you can take this cup away from me, but not my will, your will be done. And for me, that is such a powerful statement because that is the the exemplification of humility. He humbled himself to the call. He humbled himself to the scroll. He humbled himself to the word that Yahweh had written for his life. And even though he wanted to do something different, he said, not my will, but yours be done. Now, I want to say this. Sometimes I think a lot of people get confused. They think that when, you know, they just want to do what they want to do for God and it's going to be awesome. But I'll tell you, a lot of the times it's not awesome. A lot of the times it's really hard and difficult if you want to walk according to what he's written. Because, you know, it's, it says, Yeshua says he endured all of these things because of the joy set before him. And the joy set before him was that he became the door and the gate for all mankind to have a way to come to the Father. That he became our salvation and he made a way. And if you choose him, then you will be born again and you'll be saved and, and you'll you'll spend eternity with him. But if you reject him, you won't. And so it's this choice that he he made. And he had to walk out this book, this this thing that Yahweh had written for him. We all have a book. And I, and I think all of our books end with that same statement that the joy set before him. But the issue is this, is that we don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through the things. Because I'll tell you, if Yahweh wants to build character in our lives, there's going to be a lot of stuff in the book that's not nice. And I think that's what humility is. Humility is... Um, Dying to your desires for the sake of the of the call, for the sake of the book, and and that that is what it is to me, and um, it's just fascinating as as you go through that and you begin to look at these different things, how powerful they are, and you look at the life of Yeshua and the things that he he went through and and the things that he that he suffered was just incredible. You know, in, in the book of John, we have the the whole inner life of our Lord just laid open before us. You know, when Yeshua speaks frequently of his relationship with the Father, of the motives by which he was guided, of his consciousness of the power and the spirit in which he acted. And though, you know, when you look at Scripture, the word humble doesn't occur, the humility of Christ is clearly revealed. And it just shows that the fruit of our lives shouldn't just be talking about stuff it's actually living the stuff and so it, what i find often is that people you know they adopt the vocabulary of the journey but they never really understand the weight and the price and there's there's no fruit because just because you have the language doesn't mean you're doing anything because faith without works is dead 
and it's just you know we we have to we have to understand that we need to let Yahweh be Yahweh and we need to surrender ourselves to his working and what he wants to do and it's one of the things like the this guy commented on that he like David always asked Yahweh to search his heart and we need that. We need Yahweh to search our heart because sometimes we're blind to the things that, that are in there. And I want Yahweh to search my heart. I want Him to search me out so that I can walk according to His will and according to His pur- purpose. And it's like I, I don't want to be in His permissive will. I don't want to do things that are just good. I want to be in His perfect will. And that means I have to find that place of humility. I have to start wearing humility which means that I disappear and he appears. I become nothing and he becomes everything. That I realize with the deepest part of me that I can't take a breath if Yahweh doesn't allow it. And you know, when you look at some of the things that Yeshua says about himself, like I'll just read a few of them. The son can do nothing by himself. That's John five nineteen. By myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me, John 5.30. I do not accept praise from men, John 5.41, for I have come down from heaven not to do my will, John 6.38, not to do my will. All of us, so many believers want to do their own will. My teaching is not my own, John 7.16. I'm not here on my own, John 7.28. I do nothing on my own, John eight twenty eight. I have not come on my own, but he sent me, John eight forty two. I am not seeking glory for myself, John eight fifty. The words I say to you are not just my own, John fourteen ten. These words you hear are not my own, John fourteen twenty four. I mean, this just shows me even Yeshua, that the Son of God, didn't do anything on his own. He only did what he saw his Father did. He only judged what he hear or what he heard his father telling him to judge he didn't want to you know i seek not to please myself but him who sent me how often do we even in ministry want to do things that are comfortable because it makes us feel good but what about doing things that don't make us feel good you know those type of things and when i look at this it just like it just amazes me if if that's what our savior and our lord is like then I think we are so far from being humble that, that it's it's really scaring. Yeah, no, it's 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 scary to me. We gotta to come to that place where we are nothing, that we realize that. You know, I I think in in a certain way the teaching on sonship has been wrong because it's given us this this unhealthy um entitlement like we just think we can just do everything just because i'm a son well no yeshua had to pay a price he had to suffer he had to go through things he had to carry his cross we don't like those things the modern day christian doesn't like that you know we just want everything the mcdonald's way quick and easy and yeshua never did that and he humbled himself before yahweh and yahweh was ever before him you know this is a journey that we cannot miss this is Shows me the very heart and nature of Yahweh that he he in himself is humble, and we need to be clothed in, in humility. And one of the things that um, there was a statement made, and the statement was that is humility required in heaven? And the answer was no. And then 
the person wrote humility is here to mature us and i i have to disagree with that because i actually think humility is in heaven and the reason i say that is because if yahweh wasn't humble then when moses argued with him remember the story when moses changes yahweh's mind if when moses argued with him just because he was a friend of god doesn't just mean that that's why it happened it's been it's because god had humility because if god wasn't humble he would have killed him to talk back to him and talk to him in that manner he would have killed him and friendship it this goes beyond friendship and i really believe that humility is something that is eternal that can clothe us eternally whether it is in this life or the life to come Humility is, is something that we need to lay hold of. And I just love the, the this whole thing about humility because, you know, the, the, the nature of the seed is in the seed or the nature of the tree is in the seed. And if we can begin to seed ourselves in that place of humility, then what we will grow is trees of humility. And we really need that. And because if you think about it, what's the opposite of humility? It's pride. And we, we, pride was what caused the fall. And so we need to, to actually grasp that. And there's just so much to this whole thing that it's something that we really, really need to walk in. And, and it shocks me when I look at a lot of believers' lives and the lack of humility that we have, the lack of absolute awe and wonder of God and that for me is even something in my own life that I'm really pursuing because I don't want to get familiar with God I understand the fact that I can be his friend and even when when I look at David's life the one man in the whole of scripture where Yahweh says this is a man after my own heart David always had an awe and wonder for Yahweh always and that's what kept bringing him to that place. That's why I believe Yahweh said, this is a man after my own heart, because there was humility in his life to the fact where David would know that he messed up. You know, having humility doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. David would mess up, but he would always repent and turn back to the right path and stop doing what he was doing. And, and Yahweh honored that because of the humility. He, he recognized his mistakes and, and he fixed them. And... When, when you look at David's heart and when David said, Yahweh, I want to build you a house. And Yahweh went crazy and said, I will bless you, you and your seed and your generations forever. Because of that. And I believe it comes out of that place of humility. So I want to bless you and um, I pray that you would find humility and you would pursue humility. And that we would clothe ourselves in humility and begin to display to the world a different... Uh, people. Amen. Bless you guys. Thank you.